Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 39 of the All In Football Fantasy Premier League podcast show. I'm your host, the FPL guru, self-proclaimed Alex Rex, and joining me today are the usual suspects of Scott Williams and Tom Hughes. And uh, for all you YouTube watchers, you might have got Scott accidentally talking over the start of that, but for podcast listeners, I'll have slickly edited that out, I hope. Um, so, uh, Scotty, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm clearly really excited to get talking about um, confusing matters in fantasy football. Absolutely. Tommy Boy, nice to actually have you with us. Thank you so much for taking your time out of your busy schedule and your yeah. uh, abroad <laughs> business trips. Business trips. <laughs> I know, honestly. You're welcome. You know, pleasure to be here. I don't mean class Coventry is abroad, even though it is like a different world. But, uh... <laughs> Um, I would just like to congratulate Alex. You didn't get a red arrow last week, mate. Well done. I actually got a green arrow because uh, <laughs> some people had taken minus fours around me and then there were no games. <laughs> we got a green arrow. Come on. That's Whoa. brilliant. Uh, still not doing, uh, still not still not at the top. Uh, oh, yes, I went green, green arrow as well. Fantastic. Still didn't break <laughs> the five million barrier, but never mind. I knew it. <laughs> Uh, it, it is what it is. I was really hoping last week would, you know, give me a good boost, but never mind. Um, so <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Um, don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and also follow us on our social media platforms on Football Pod and on Football P on Twitter. Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> oh, we started. Well, that's what, that's <laughs> your spot oh, one on that YouTube right. video. Oh, the whole thing's getting edited at this point, oh, isn't no. it? In, Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just crack on, shall we? Honestly, the start of this podcast has gone as well as this fixture schedule has gone, really, hasn't it? Let's be honest. So, game week seven was cancelled um, because of the passing of Her Majesty the Queen. Uh, so, we now have uh, an entire game week to fit in further down the line. Um, and also, we've had some other postponements for game week eight, uh, which are Chelsea, Liverpool, uh, Brighton, Crystal Palace, which was cancelled anyway, and Manchester United against Leeds. So we still have seven fixtures for this week, but it's really thrown up the conversation of should we wildcard or shouldn't we? And it's obviously obviously team dependent, um, but um, I'm going to try and help you guys run through a process that I've done, uh, for an, uh, which I did last night to see if I was going to wildcard or not. And I've decided I am going to wildcard and I've clicked the button. Wildcard siren. No, no siren. There you go. Thank you very much, Tom. Um, wildcard Siren, click the wildcard button, and I'm going to show you guys uh, how I got there. But first of all, what I want to do is just to try and quickly cover off what's on the screen here for YouTube watchers, which is the uh, the schedule and how it can work moving forward in terms of fitting in the uh, fitting in the fixtures. So we had a full game week cancelled and of the fixtures that are in the full game week the majority of them had teams that play in Europe in them and also uh, all the fixtures that are cancelled in game week eight two of them of the three have teams that play in Europe in them so it is impossible with the fixture schedule that's in front of us to be able to fit in those games uh, prior to the World Cup they they can't be they can't be rescheduled before the World Cup. There are only a handful of games that can be fit in before the World Cup happens. So those games are Bournemouth against Brighton, 
again, these are all just the ones who don't have um, in um, uh, European football. Leeds against Nottingham Forest, Leicester against Aston Villa, Southampton, Brentford, and then the Brighton and Crystal Palace games. So those are the only ones that can get slotted in before the World Cup. Only one of those games, I think, was scheduled for TV. I'm not sure if Brighton Palace was, but I, I, because that is a big derby, so it might have been, but I, I don't know if that was going to be on TV or, or, or not. Um, but the only game of those that was scheduled for TV that was Leeds against Forest, which was for Monday Night Football. So the other three games, Bournemouth against Brighton, Leicester against Aston Villa and Southampton against Brentford were never going to be televised anyway. So it could quite easily clash with the with the European games and it wouldn't really matter. So those three games realistically can be fit in, uh, slotted in before into, um, into, into, uh, into game weeks. The other option that I think a lot of people are, are thinking is going to happen uh, is that the entire game week is going to be put into one of the vacant midweeks. There are only three vacant midweeks for the rest of the season. So game week 29, game week 33, and game week 37. Now, game week 29 is basically reserved for all of the fixtures that don't take place in game week 28, because that's going to be a blank game week, because the FA Cup quarterfinals are going to happen that week. Game week 33 is reserved for all the fixtures that don't happen in game week 32 when the FA Cup semi-finals happen. So the only full free blank game week that's left for the entirety of the rest of the season, unless they change the fixture schedule and calendar, is game week 37. So if they want them to play all together in one game week without changing the schedule, it's going to have to be game week 37 because that's the only time they can actually fit the entire entirety of the fixtures into into one solid block. So if they don't drip feed them, it has to be there. Or they're going to be cancelling either third round or fourth round replays or making the League Cup into a semi-final into a one-legged tie rather than a two-legged tie. So those are the other options. That's the other option, really. If, the, if they get rid of the replays, third round replays potentially, um, or they make the semi-finals into one leg, then it'll be a full double game week in game week either 20 or 21 or potentially 22 if they get rid of round four replays. So 20, 21 or 22, which will be after the unlimited transfers in game week 17. They've announced today they're not going to do that, Alex. Just say yes. That. Uh, that's what rounds. I was getting to on Sky Sports. They said today um, they had the interview with the, the with, with the, the fixture gang. Rob Dawson, I can't remember. But they basically said that they're not going to get rid of the replays. So it's looking like the only option, if they're going to play the full game week together, is going to be if they make the League Cup into um, a one-legged semi-final tie. Funnily enough, that I mean that there's a, the biggest double game week we've ever had in game week 21. Um, it'll be the biggest double game week we've ever had anyway, wherever we are. So save your bench boost for that. But ironically, the reverse fixtures of all of those games happen in game week 22. So we'll have um, Man City play Tottenham at home, followed by Tottenham away, back-to-back in terms of games, which I'm not sure how much people, how much the Premier League really want that to happen. So um, there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot to figure out. Um, the other games will just get slotted in uh, when they can do. So, for example, the Chelsea-Liverpool game, that won't happen before the, the World Cup, neither will the United-Leeds. Um, the likelihood is they'll happen 
in one of the the blank game weeks to come, or potentially when there's a fourth round replays or third round replays, um, when there's actually going to just be a, a space because they might not play a third round or fourth round replay. So realistically, there's only three games that can get rescheduled before the World Cup. So I've covered all that off to start with. And actually, what that all means, if you switched off throughout that entire process of me telling you all of the information is, you basically don't need to give a monkeys about it because you're going to have unlimited transfers after the World Cup to sort out and plan for all those fixtures. And the six teams that might have double game weeks it all really doesn't matter that much because they're not like, you know, top tier teams that you're going to triple captain anyone for. The only other blank that's now occurred is Man City against Arsenal has been cancelled for game week 12 because Arsenal against PSV Eindhoven is going to be fit, fitted, put, I don't even know what the right English is, um, into that space. So that's the only game that, you know, again, it's going to be cancelled and it's not going to be rescheduled until much further down the line. So when you are planning your wildcard teams, potentially, or your transfers, just remember that if you are going to triple up on City um, and have Arsenal players, then you won't be able to put out a full team and a full squad. Lads, did you follow me through that? Did you did, did you understand that? Well, any questions on that that other people listening to this podcast might have? None of it seems urgent. Correct, Tom. None of it does. But for all of you guys that were interested, um, that's how it's all going to work. So, quick poll. Who's on a wild card on this podcast right now? The podcast listeners, me and Tom put our hands up. And Scott is undecided. So let's have a look at the fixture ticker and let's take a look at the process behind deciding if we're going to wildcard or not. So I've got here uh, the fixture rankings for, on the screen uh, from game week eight to game week 16. So we're having a look at who's got the best fixture run versus the worst fixture run. So the teams at the top, uh, Bournemouth at the top, Fulham, West Ham, Newcastle, Everton, Villa, and then it goes down to Spurs, Leicester, uh, Nottingham Forest and Palace. So a lot of the big teams, mostly because they have blanks, are a little bit further down this list. But there are there are teams up here at the moment that I don't think we'll have a lot of players for at this very moment in time. So, for example, if you're looking at Fulham, you want probably Pereira and Mitrovic. West Ham are an interesting one because they still haven't really shown a lot of form. Have you watched, Did you watch them in, in Europe, Scott? I know you're a bit of a secret hammer. No, I didn't. I was too busy losing football in real life to see him on last Thursday. Um, they played all right, from what I heard. The, I think, um, Bo- I think Bowen, Bowen looked all right. He scored a penalty, didn't he, which is interesting. Mm. So maybe, maybe potentially he's going to be on penalties. Hopefully that's going to help him break his up. But I've seen a lot of wild card drafts with, with Jared Bowen in. I think, um, I think people have been banging about Poquetta quite a lot as well. Okay. That's um he's um what's he six million fantasy? Six so, million, yeah. Yeah, you see. So we've got a uh, potential in terms of opportunities there. So you can have a look at these fixtures, and I think we're gonna see quite a few teams here that first of all aren't in Europe. So we don't need to worry too much about rotation because there's only one Premier League midweek from now until uh, the World Cup. So for example, I've seen a lot of wildcard teams. Currently, my wildcard draft has triple Newcastle. Um, and it has double Fulham. 
Um, so, and it also has a double Leicester. So, and a Forest player. So we've got uh, quite double a Leicester defence again, Alex. Absolutely not. There will be no. There'll be no accidental double Leicester defence. <laughs> Um, from from me this time. Uh, that was a that was a tragic mistake. Poor James Justin. Um, but yes, and I've also got a Crystal Palace player. So I've tried to go for a team that has um, a, a lower risk of rotation. And also looking at the fixtures, it seems like that's something that's going to uh, going to be relatively positive. But so w- what we're going to do here in the pod, because at the moment I'm doing just a hell of a lot of talking, is I'm just going to show you through the process of how I went about deciding I was going to wildcard or not. And I'm going to do it um, by having a look at the at, at, at the pod team. Um, and we're going to uh, do that, uh, do it ourselves, basically. We're going to do that analysis um, ourselves. So I had a look at, we've got two free transfers here with the, with the podcast team. And I had a look at what transfers I could make this week. Because um, I'm not going to be looking at taking hits realistically and potentially a minus four maybe but I don't think taking any more than a minus four is worthwhile just for one game week and I'd have a look at the the team that I'd be able to put together by only doing that and I'd, I compared it to the team that um, I uh, I could do use when I was wildcarding so for example with the podcast team uh, let's have a look at let's have a look at the picking team so the team that we would have to start we would have warding goal Sufal, Perisic and Williams. We'd have Martinelli and De Bruyne and then we'd have Jesus, Tony and Haaland. So with two free transfers, we can get 11 players out this week. So if we wanted to do it, and, and also 11 players that should start. So, But what I will say is then, I then compared that those 11 players to what team I would put out if I was wildcarding and how different they'd be and I made them play each other. So for me, my debate was, and these, this was this was the four four comp- comparisons I had. So if you, I want you boys to uh, to chip in and tell me which one you think is the best pick out of these two, right? Okay. So I had Nick Pope at home against Bournemouth. I think it was at home against Bournemouth versus um, Ward against Spurs away. Yeah, Nick Pope. Yeah, Nick Pope. Tom. Yeah, yeah concur. Concur. One nil to Pope. Uh, I had uh, James Madison against Spurs, and then had Anthony Gordon against. Should have prepared that Anthony Gordon against West Ham. Uh, Gordon for me. Yeah, Gordon, Tom. Uh, yeah, probably but more. But, 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 yeah, but more of a debate, right? Okay, yeah, so Gordon, more of a debate. Gordon. I mean, if I'm only going Gordon because. Ever know yeah. unless you're mm-hmm. away. Yeah, great. Then I had Mitrovic against Jesus. So Mitrovic away at Forest versus Jesus away at Brentford. Uh, go Mitrovic for that. Mitrovic, Tom. Jesus for me. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Fine. So Mitrovic and Jesus, and then I had uh, Ivan Tony at home against Arsenal versus Harry Kane at home against Leicester. Harry Kane. So Kane. Yeah, Kane. Yeah, Kane. So what that, and again, quite close. So those were the only four players that I'd have different to what my wildcard team would have been. So if I didn't wildcard, I'd take a minus four to have Ward, Gordon, Jesus and Kane, which 
Tom had just narrowly three to one better. And I had it two each, by the way. And Scott, you had it two each Pope uh, against Pope, Madison, Mitrovic and, and, and Tony. Now, actually, I'm probably not going to go Tony against Brentford. Arsenal. I'm actually probably going to go Isak now. That was That's who I was going to go. But still, it's probably just Harry Kane, isn't it? So I basically would have had a team that I expected to get very similar points from, but I was going to have to take a minus four hit from and also, a lot of these players are going to go up in team value. So what I decided to do then was to save the points hit, because I can't afford to lose any more points. I decided to invest in the team in terms of the team value and put out a team that actually I think was going to do exactly the same as the squad that was I was going to put out anyway using free transfers and, and taking a hit. So I decided then I was going to wildcard. So what I'd encourage you to do is have a look at your team of what you would have if you were wildcarding versus your team you were going to have this week and see what you could get to and see what team you prefer. And for me, they were basically exactly the same in terms of what I would prefer and I didn't have to take a point set. Does that make sense? Because I've I've uh, tried to go through what was in my head. Yeah, I think so. I think like, I think I've looked at the fixtures and I've gone for start of the season a very quite a standard team. And I think I'm looking at fixtures thinking the fixtures are turning a bit. Like I was saying to you, I want to get rid of my Liverpool assets. They've got a really tough run of games uh, and they blank this week, of course. They're not playing against Chelsea this weekend and they're not playing well. Salah's Mm -hmm. not playing well. Diaz's not playing well. Trent's defensively horrendous. Um, And I want to look at more of those Newcastle players, like you say, and look at more maybe uh, Crystal Palace assets as well. So for me, it's like, I can get nine players out this week. I have two free transfers. I can get 11 out and not wild card. But actually, I would look ideally, I want to change like six, seven players because mm-hmm. of the fixtures and the form as well. Like I want to jump on people that are doing well. I think it's important that you do that. So I really like the the additional of what you've said there. So currently I've got my wild card team on the screen. So the additional to that is I've not just got the same starting lineup, but I've also prepared my team in the background for the future. So on my wildcard draft, I'll have also brought in Reese James um, and Wilfred Zaha. And also I've got James Madison there for the future as well. But James and Zaha were the two players. As, again, I've kind of got, I want to get ahead of the curve with. So to try and get these guys. And even though they blank this game week, these are the players that I would have brought into my team. Now, for, 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 for podcast listeners, um, my wildcard draft at the moment, and I'll tell you which ones are nailed on in here and then which ones are a bit more fluid. So I've got Pope and Ward as my goalkeepers. Then I've got Cancelo, Reese James, Trippier. And then I've got Fafana and Nico Williams. I've got Kevin De Bruyne, James Madison, Wilfred Zaha, Martinelli and Andreas Pereira. And then I've got Haaland, Isak, and Mitrovic up top. Now, the players that are nailed in this team are Pope and Ward. I'm having them as my goalkeepers, without a shadow of a doubt. Cancelo and Trippier, they're nailed in the team. Um, Nico Williams is nailed in this team as well, because I think he's the best four million option. I know there's been a few people throwing Emerson around and Patterson around, Mm. but Emerson does have European football. Remember that. There might be some rotation. You want that four million option to play every week because they're just going to sit on your bench and they're probably only going to get a couple of points for you. But that's why I think Williams is 
just the more solid option. Emerson potentially can get you more points. I understand that. Um, I don't think it's a wrong move, but I think but Williams is now for me. And I'm going to have a Chelsea defender. So that's why I'm at the back, at the back there. So there's still a chance for a change of one of those people. Um, I'm going to have Kevin De Bruyne because I've wildcarded this week. If I had a wildcarded next week, I'd have considered Raheem Sterling. That's for sure. Um, Wilfred Zaha, I'm going to have in this team. Even though I'm, I mean, I say I'm going to have in this team. He's pretty much nailed. Uh, but the only real midfielder that's nailed there is De Bruyne. And then up front, Haaland and Mitrovic are nailed. Again, not moving those guys around. Could be could be another striker. Uh, you know, Isak, Tony, could even go someone like Bloody Solanke if you wanted to. Um, with a little bit more value, but I, I, I wouldn't. I think it's going to be basically it's Isak versus Tony for me. I've seen as well, just before I get your reactions to this, guys, and your thoughts, is I've seen a lot of people go for Harry Kane up front instead of Isak and then take De Bruyne out of the midfield. The biggest problem you've got with that is in game week 12, Liverpool's fixtures do turn. So Liverpool, from game week 12, have West Ham, Forest, Leeds, Spurs and Southampton to finish off. But West Ham, Forest and Leeds as three fixtures, for an example. I don't really want to go without Salah and Trent. Man City blank in game week 12. I can very much see myself going the... Cancelo and De Bruyne to Trent and Salah in game week 12 sort of move if I if I needed to at that point, obviously form pending. But I want to be able to make those moves quickly. Whereas if you've got Haaland and Kane, you route to Salah and your route to any premium midfielder really is 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 very, very, very difficult. But lads, initial thoughts on my uh, wildcard draft. Tom, how different is it to yours, of course, as well, I would like to ask. Uh, I've got one goalkeeper that you do, three defenders, four def- four defenders that you do, uh, two midfielders and two forwards. Are they the nailed ones that I talked about, basically? Or have you got a different midfielder? I've got Martinelli and KDB. Okay. So you've got the one-nailed midfielder. I'm guessing you've got Haaland and Mitrovic? Uh, I have got Haaland and Isaac. Ooh, no Mitro. Exciting. Okay. I'm guessing you've got Jesus. So. I have. Yes. I just, I, do you know what? Jesus has been so good for Arsenal. I don't like the idea of taking him out, even though the fixtures turned down for them a bit. because I think with Jesus as well, You've you've got like what Murph Salah usually gives us every season. It looks just it looks amazing every time Jesus gets the ball this season, doesn't he? It looks like he's going to do something. So if you if you're watching him, we watch football. He's exciting, isn't he? Also, Brentford do have a tendency to concede a couple of goals. Like you know, I know they smashed us the other day, but uh, they they still concede goals. I, I, I don't know. I just think like I don't like the idea of taking Jesus out. He's done nothing to justify being taken out of that team, basically. And also his ownership is scary high. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I'd, I'd be tempted to sacrifice Isaac for Mitrovic. I think it's a flip for the, between those two for me. But at the moment, I don't, I can't see the, the decision being made for me in Haaland and Jesus coming out of that team. I think they're like almost dead certs for me in those forward positions. Yeah. Isn't, if, amazing, yeah isn't it amazing that we've got no Liverpool players in there? 
It is. But that's where we, we talk about form and also a fixture, isn't it, at the end of the day? Fixtures aren't amazing. I mean, they're not terrible, but they're not amazing. Um, what I would say, Tom, is I think if I was going to go front three, Haaland, Jays, I think Mitrovic is basically nailed in my team. I think if I was going to go between Mitrovic and Isak, I'd go Mitrovic. With I, 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 I'll be honest, I don't even think it's that close for me. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I, don't, I, I just feel like I, I know we... He started amazingly, but can he keep can he keep that goal scoring form up? And oh, absolutely not. He's going to let I us down. Newcastle, Newcastle <laughs> overall are the better team, and I think is it will get more chances. Bearing in mind, he's only what had one, two games, two games, yeah. maybe one. I can't remember, but you know he's he's not played a lot, so we don't really know how he's going to be. But he looked very sharp in that Liverpool game. I think I think just looking at the only thing for me on Jesus is just the next. Couple of fixtures are really tough, like Brent, Brentford away. Yeah, really, really tough game. Spurs at home, massive. Obviously, North London derby. Liverpool at home, really tough game. And then it's down as a green, but I never think Leeds away is an easy game. Um, Sunday, sixteenth October, two p.m. I'm assuming that could be on TV. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that's a really, really tough game. I think Ellen Road is a really tough game for anyone to come to. Um, so that's why I and, and Mitch Fitch, like we said, he looks the real deal this year. But I, I, I agree. Really, I, I agree. Hey, <laughs> but Jesus, Jesus looks amazing every time I've seen him play. Yeah. He just looks so good. So I think then in, in in that case, if we were when we're looking at, for example, the, the, the podcast team that we'll go, I'll go back to in a second. Um, well, obviously, I'll, I'll I'll have a look at the transfers. Um, by the sounds of it, we're pretty convinced that it's going to be a Haaland between the three of us, Haaland, Mitrovic, and Jesus from three. Then um, from from a, a vote between us. Um, before, whilst I go uh, stop sharing screen and go back to, to, to the podcast team, now we're going to have a look at our wildcard team and really start debating positions for, for the rest of the podcast before we do the you know, fixing the captains. Um, we've just talked about Jesus there. Now, I've got Martinelli in my team still rather than Jesus. And Martinelli, it's only because most mostly because of the value in him. And I can't think of another midfielder that I'd rather have at that price point. I'm I'm really struggling to almost like justify taking him out for almost the same reasons, but I can't think of them. But I, I don't know any of the midfielders in that bracket think, looking at the fixtures. I think Brighton. Oh, I know Scott's going to say what I was going to say. Go on, Scott. <laughs> I was just going to say you you up until um, Potter went to Chelsea, you'd be looking at Brighton assets, yeah, but exactly. you don't want to you don't want to go on them now. Yeah. yeah. And um, that, that's it. I, can't think, I think we have to. I want to reiterate your point again because it's a mistake I've made in the past where I've gone, oh, I freed up this money because I've got rid of a massive midfielder. I think in the past it's been Bruno Fernandes. I'm like, oh, I've got this money now to spend up front. And then crap, Bruno's come on form. I can't just do a straight swap because I've gone up front, I've gone for a high striker. So that's why for me, you've always got to keep that salary money in midfield if you can because mm-hmm. let's be honest, he can hit ridiculous form at any point and just to do one transfer from I don't know a Kevin De Bruyne to a Salah it just saves you so much pain I I, I completely agree um, and also you know he scored in the Champions League midweek like you know he can, he can definitely deliver um, so from a wildcard perspective uh, Tom you're uh, interested me to say you only had one goalkeeper was it Pope or just Ward who, who was the keeper you had uh, I had Pope okay so we're both both agreed on Pope. And did you have a with Everson with him then? I had him with Sanchez. 
Ooh, okay. What are you thinking about fixture rotation? Because yeah, and I think was it eleven, thirteen, and sixteen? They didn't have the easiest fixtures. Um, Newcastle. That's really sad. That I remember that. That's why I do a podcast, isn't it? Uh, Brentford. They they do. Then it's Man City. It clashes. But then Villa. So game week thirteen. Sanchez has um, City, and game week thirteen. Pope has Spurs away. So I suppose you'd go Spurs, obviously you'd go Pope in that one though, wouldn't you? I know it's not that's not a great rotation then too. The other two fixtures were quite a good rotation, but game week yeah. 13 feels a bit filthy. Um whereas Ward in game week eleven um, Yeah, but Leicester, Leicester doesn't matter, they're gonna concede in every single one of those games. Yeah, but when they settle with Brendan and they get a new manager bounce for game week nine, they'll be fine. Um <laughs> you know uh, they, they can't continue to be this bad, surely. Um but they, yeah, they might do. Uh, game week 11, uh, Palace at home, then game week 13 is Wolves away, and then game week 16, to be fair, is West Ham away. So that's not the best rotation. So if you wanted to spend the money on it, fair enough. But we're both we're both agreed that that Nick Pope is the right goalkeeper um, in terms of our, our, our defenders. Um, I think we both all agreed that Trent is probably somebody that would come out of our teams. Um, we can go for the cheaper option at the back and ignore Cancelo, even though he's been a top-performing defender. We can go. I mean, I think as well, Kieran Trippier is somebody that basically has to be nailed in in, yeah. in wildcard teams. Um, it depends. You know, we could stick with Perisic um, if we wanted to do so uh, as well. But you know, we could go with Cancelo. So immediately, we already have this debate. So it's going to be um, if we wildcard, it's going to be Nick Pope, and if we don't, then it's Ward. If we wildcard, it's going to be Mitrovic. If we don't, it's Tony. So um, we've got again. This is what we're, where we're building the debate and trying to go through go through the process. Um, if we wildcard, are we thinking about dropping Diaz? Yeah, Diaz out. If we wildcard again, we would obviously. I'm guessing we'd drop Harrison mm-hmm. and we'd drop Gross. Yep. Yeah. Um, Martinelli's. An interesting debate, but we'll, we'll 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 come back to him. In terms of then central midfielders, I genuinely think these three positions can can almost be almost be anybody um, within within reason. Like I, I really like the Zaha run. Um, you know, no game. Obviously, game week eight, Chelsea game week nine at home. New manager bounce, difficult. But then from game week 10 through to game week, well, 18 actually, but 16, um, his fixtures are incredible. Leeds at home, Leicester away, Wolves at home, Everton away, Southampton at home, West Ham away and Forest away. And I think Zaha's looks incredible this season. So we don't have to have him now. We could wait until game week 10 to bring him in. But, you know, that uh, again, you could have some somebody like that in there to, to start with. Um, let's have a look at the FDR. So for fixture difficulty rating... Uh, no Bournemouth midfielders stand out. Only Pereira for Fulham in terms of bargain because he's cheap. Um, what uh, we've talked about Bowen. Bowen could be someone that we we take a punt on. He's now down to eight point one million. It's someone that we could look at. So if we've got him as a, a potential option, uh, Newcastle midfielders. I've seen a couple of St Maximans. Uh, I think Bruno Gamares, Gamares, whatever he's called, is, is coming back. So we could go for a, for a Newcastle central midfielder as as an option. Uh, we've got the um, 13 million valued Anthony Gordon for hmm. this podcast. So he's somebody. Do we do we trust Villa? 
No. No Villa assets. Um, no one from Spurs because we can't trust Sonny at the moment, which is a shame. I've seen a few Son drafts in there instead of KDBs. So I don't really get. They, they, they don't obviously know much about football than people. Don't understand it at all. Um, <laughs> Leicester midfielders, we've got Madison, Barnes um, as, as options. Now, they've obviously got a tougher game this week against Spurs. Once that game week has happened, Forest, Bournemouth, Palace, Leeds, Wolves, and then it, you do have Man City game week 14, but then Everton and West Ham till, till the end of the run. So I do feel like a, a, a Leicester midfielder is something that we should have in this team. I, I'd be I'd be pushing for, for Madison. Um, we could go for another option though as well. What are your thoughts on, on Leicester? I like him. Just don't like Leicester this year. No. I don't like, no. Madison, 7.9. Bounce, 6.9. What's he been yeah. up to then, Madison? Let's have a look. He um, He's played well. He's played five games this season. He returned in all the first three, and then he's not returned against Man United and Brighton. Um, played 90 minutes in both. But um, he returned in his first three, then he missed the Chelsea game. Um, Rumour has it is he's had a knock in those last two matches because, you know, that's Madison for you all day long. Um, but he's a potential option. But uh, what what I'm getting at here is obviously we're going to build, we're trying to build this team in midfield. It's a real struggle mm. with with midfielders, isn't it? I would I would verge on. I agree. I would verge on a cheaper one just to give us that flexibility and leave some money in the bank if Madison comes hot. I would actually. I know it's weird. I'd rather have Gordon in than Madison right now. Yeah, well, uh, in terms of Gordon's fixtures, so again, well, the West Ham, Southampton, Man United, Spurs, and Newcastle is quite difficult. Uh, Palace, Fulham, Leicester, and Bournemouth. You know, if we were, if we had, for example, the, the, just looking, uh, sorry, just looking at the when, if you go back to that fixture ticker, the sort of the Gordon Madison debate. If we left some money in there, obviously we could then move when Man United hits, but then Leicester hit what Bournemouth, Palace, Leeds, Wolves. Um, you could then. You could just swap them. I like the look of the the move to actually to, to to Palace at that point. We could go Gordon then to Zaha, couldn't we? Yeah, yeah. Then mm-hmm. that's that's uh, that's an option because then their their fixtures really start to run hot. So Again, just with the eye test, Gordon just looks every time I've seen him. Evan have not necessarily looked good, but Gordon I think's looked good in pretty much every game. I'm clearly the biggest Gordon fan on this pod. I go on about him every week. What I do think as well, we can do. Yes, you do. I love how much you love him. Um, what we can do with this team here as well, though, by the way, is we've got, if we go Martinelli, you know, Pereira, Gordon, this other position, we can try and push that differential and go for Raheem. Now, Sterling's fixtures, obviously blank, but then Palace, Wolves, Villa, Brentford, Man United, Brighton, Arsenal, obviously 13, 14, 15, not that easy, and Newcastle 16. But the run, Palace, Wolves, Villa and Brentford, 9 through 12. And then that is also another premium midfielder from game week 13 or 12 or 13 for us to be able to get off and to be able to get on Salah. So he does secure you know, a little bit of value. And then, for example, if we took Fafana out, we could stick Reese James in instead of Fafana. And then we still have 0.5 million in the bank. So this is again is an, is another opportunity. I mean, I, I, I don't mind holding on to Sufal at all. I think looking as well at their fixtures, I think they look pretty good. Um, but we could go for a team with this sort of structure if we wanted to do um, as as an option. The point 
that I'm making, again, if I'm just going to write these down, Andrea, so that'd be Pereira. Um, Tom, if you don't mind filling for 30 seconds, it's going to write this down. Um, this is where you panic. <laughs> Look at him, <laughs> panic. Absolutely panic. It's not easy running a podcast think, to keep it talking. Well, no, you've, got, you've made me start looking at things. That's all it was. Uh, I've started... I had my draft of my fantasy of my fantasy team done on my phone before we came onto this podcast and all those things you've just talked about, but I was just looking at St. Maximum and trying to find out whether he's actually going to be fit because he was obviously injured because he's always injured. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're saying that he's not got a muscle pull. It's just a bit of swelling. So we'll hope we hopefully it won't be too long, but that's the only thing that puts me off about St. Maximum thinking about him is he honestly, He's injured all the time. He's fit for two games, injured for three, and it just makes it a bit of a nightmare. I've I've well carded while we've been doing this draft as well. Uh, <laughs> See, this is what you do, Alex. Cause <laughs> more questions. Yeah, uh, I'm think... sorry. I've actually I'm not helping, am I? Yeah, well, I, I, I wanted to mix my team up anyway. To be honest with you, um, I, I, I think it's the play. Um, I feel quite rejuvenated to not have Mohamed Salah in my team. Um, and do you know what's the easiest thing? You all agree, me lads, that if we were because we're all taking Salah out, right? We've all took him out, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't even have to worry about this weekend, it's not even playing. It, it does make you feel good, doesn't it? Yeah, and I'll be honest, he scored last night, watched the game, looked about as good as he's done all season, yeah, and, and that's not very good. Um, he, he didn't look on it. Uh, I, again, I thought Diaz looked slightly better than him. Um, but yeah, he he didn't look particularly. His finish was very good, but his uh, he didn't look great. Um, but yeah, I think I think it is it is it is important to uh, mm-hmm. bear Liverpool in mind. Bear, you know, we've, we've, we're all we're all talking about drafts with no Liverpool, maybe no Spurs, no Man United players. It's it's interesting. All them teams can come really good, and um, we really are utilizing the uh, the sort of the mid the mid table teams really at the minute, aren't we? Absolutely. Um, what what we'll say again. So the what we would do with the with the pod team, for an example, is we'd take Trent out, for an example, and we'd we'd probably put like let's just say um, I think Tri- Trippier probably would would come in. Let's just say if we were um, uh, looking at not wild carding, Trips would come in, and then we'd have to get rid of a midfielder. So we'd obviously go for the most expensive one that we're going to get rid of anyway, which would be Luis Diaz, and we'd have ten million pounds to spend on a midfielder. Um, I don't really know what midfielder we would go for this week. Um, How much did you say? Yeah. We'd have ten point four on on the midfielder. Maybe uh, Bernardo Silva. So, for example, let's say, let's say we go Bernardo. Then, Ooh. so uh, we would have a team that would start of Ward in goal. So it'd be Ward versus Pope. So. Pope wins that one as we've already discussed. Um, it would be I'm trying to follow this. So Sue Fallard play, Perisic would play, Nico Williams would play. Um, so it would be Trippier versus uh let me try and figure this one out. I can yeah, I'll, I'll need to figure it out as 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 we go here. But it'd be uh Trippier, who would they replace? In that team, oh, because we didn't even we didn't even nail down our midfielders, did we? It might be Trippier against like 
I'd be himself because he was going to be in our team. And that's why it's confused me. We're going to put him on wildcard team anyway. What an idiot. He's going to be in our wildcard team anyway. Um, so it'd be like Anthony Gordon against Bernardo. So Gordon, uh, Bernardo plays Wolves and Anthony Gordon plays um, West Ham. So I'm guessing it probably would be just Bernardo. Mm. I'd get out there too, so on there, wouldn't I? Probably just. Uh, to be fair, I don't, I, I'm not Bernardo's but a bit there or there. I'd rather have Jack Cancelo in than Bernardo, to be honest. Okay, so but Cancelo would have to come in for, um, would have to play. Let's just do that. Hold on. Uh, restore player. Cancelo would, how much do we need? 7.1. Yeah, we can't afford trips and Cancelo to come in if we did free transfers only. Uh, All right, so, okay. So, like, so the the long story short is, um, we're already two uh, one ahead with the wildcard team, break even on the other one, and we we're undecided on the other one on the other position. So, um, it's two one ahead, and we get the team value, and we we may as well then plan for plan for moving forward. I mean, we could we could take some punts, and we'd lose the team value potentially about the players that we want to bring in, but uh, again. It's kind of it's kind of potato potato with this one because we kind of don't need a minus four. If we did if we did Cancelo and a minus four, like then we could potentially go for like you know well the the main person we must get in this squad for Scott is Anthony Gordon. Um, so if we went for Everton, this is great for podcast listeners. This one, um, Gordon. So then the team that would start this week for us would be. Ward, Cancelo, Trippier, Williams, Perisic, Soufal, Martinelli, Gordon, De Bruyne, and then it would be, um, oh, we wouldn't have Williams. It would be Ward, Cancelo, Trippier, Perisic, Soufal, Martinelli, Gordon, De Bruyne, Jesus, Tony and Haaland. And that's who we would have starting. And realistically, in terms of the changes, it would be Gordon against Gordon. It would be... Cancelo against Pereira. Yeah, it would be three one. It'd be three. Wouldn't it be three one? Yeah, would it be three one to wildcard him? Yeah. So you run the exercise and then you decide what you want to do. As uh, horrendously explained as that was by me, so I hope you were. Hope you all. I hope you all followed it in some way, shape, or form. A couple of quick bits of advice. Don't free hit. You'll need it later. Um, and if you're trying to save your wild card for the sake of taking minus fours and minus eights this week, don't just use it because you're going to get unlimited transfers for game week 17 anyway. So you might as well attack this uh, attack this moment, uh, moment at this point. I think the wild card is going to be ridiculously heavily used this week. I think it's going to be a bit mad. Um, how much it's going to be used, to be honest with you. Especially uh, with the uh, unlimited transfers. Pro- if, if we don't have a World Cup, I think we're on a different story, aren't we? But... Mm. Oh, well, I, I think I probably would take a minus four yeah. this week. Um, you're, literally just, you're literally just wildcarding to get through to November, the whatever, aren't you? Yeah, that, absolutely. Um, yeah, it, I'm almost certain here I'd be minus four uh, without it. So, um, uh, 
Uh, Tom, any, any changes to your team? You know, obviously you're, you're having you're having a really good hard look at it there, um, and I'm I'm intrigued to know what's uh, what's going through your mind. So uh, I've so, changed uh, it all. Yeah, yeah. T- <laughs> <laughs> tell the listeners. Tell us. Tell us. Uh, tell us what you're thinking. I don't know. You put me off Jesus. Which <laughs> oh, I've done well. Yeah. You put me off Jesus. I'm annoyed about that because I was like, why would I touch him? And now I'm like, well, maybe I shouldn't. <sighs> I don't know. I'm shocked. I'm, just, I'm shocked you've got Jesus in that. I really am. You're shocked. I've got one of the best scores <laughs> this season. Honestly, oh bloody hell! And now you've made me. I was always going Isaac over Mitrovic, but now I'm thinking Mitrovic allows me to get sent Max among him. I, I would send Max in. Wow. I, 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 I really like sent Max when he's playing, but like I say, he's just. He don't know if he's going to be fit or not. Why do I come on this podcast, honestly? It just makes me more confused. Well, we know you listen to it anyway, mate, so it don't matter if you're on it or not. <laughs> confused. Uh, so what I would say is this wildcard team for the pod that we've just put together now, and obviously we'll have a have a, have a, a quick chat about it afterwards anyway, I'm sure. But uh, Pope and Ward, we've got Reese James, Trippier, Perisic, Soufal and Williams. Obviously, Soufal can change, of course, for all these reasons. I've just I've left him in there for, for now, anyway. Um, De Bruyne, Sterling, Martinelli, Gordon, and Pereira, uh, Haaland, Jesus, and Mitrovic. As we've as we run through it, none of those players are wrong. Any anybody from there that makes you go like, oh, I don't like that, or I want to get rid of him, or anything really? along those lines. No. Really? Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not that convinced with Perisic at the minute, but yeah. Or Cooper. Perisic mm-hmm. only because I think Perisic is brilliant, but I'm not. I just get that rotation. It scares me. I don't mind throwing in like a Saliba for a Perisic free up money, if I'm being honest, just because you know he's going to play and Arsenal keeps a clean sheet. Yeah. What I like um, to do as well, like maybe have a look at a team that's not playing in Europe and um, somebody, for example, who's got a good run of fixtures is like Joachim Anderson. He's a player that frees frees up some money. It's always the bait though, isn't it? What do you mean? What's the bait? Is Diaz? It's the bait. It's the bait. <laughs> oh, he's got good fixtures. Just because he's got good fixtures. Remember, we go with form players. I like, oh, see. That's why I'm keeping Jesus in. I've gone full circle now. You know. You know that he's um he's he's got six and seven points in two of his last three games. Anderson. Yeah. Again, no, and one was six, 19, one was he's against only got nineteen City. points that in the entire season, Alex. Yeah, but he hits Diags like no one's he's, business. He's averaging two points a game, pretty much. Like oh, that's nothing to. I can get a four million player. Yeah, but he's, he's averaged five points a game the last three. I'm just saying. Um, but anyway, that's 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 another another option, isn't it? For for he's going to go get like seventy that. points now, isn't he? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but it's a it's another option. Um, I think we really want to try and be able to get to like Zaha though in this team. So I'm I'm quite conscious of trying to make sure we've got money in the bank as well with it. Because I think we want to get to Zaha from Gordon, didn't we? That's what we said. Um in two weeks' time. So we kind of need to almost save the money to be able to do it. Um so the, these are other options. We could just to go for someone like Fafana. So from a Chelsea perspective, um, we had him already anyway. Uh, so it won't be that many changes. But I think then if we got uh, them three all play, them four all play. No, we can take that as long as the, as long as this player plays. 
um, where which Sue Fowl does. We could go really cheap. We could go. We could go for the Emerson gamble and go for somebody who's um, like yeah, really cheap. If you wanted to go for something along those lines, um, but anyway, I'm conscious that we've uh, we've rambled on about our team a lot. Um, hopefully, those ideas have given you guys some sort of form of thought process towards how you're going to go about um, attacking this week. But uh, I do think the majority of people are just going to end up wildcarding, to be honest. Um, I think if you do what I did and do do your do your transfers and say, oh, you know, I don't mind make, making minus four. Look at team guard. You know, I wish I could get that play. I wish I could get. That. You wish just wildcard. Yeah. Unless you're calling yeah. Sigma through, he's not got a wildcard left. Well, I think that it's interesting because someone like um, someone like Cully who doesn't have a wild card. So, if um, just for the fun of it, let's have a look at his team, shall we? Um, poor Paddy Madden got a, a red arrow this week in our league. <laughs> must, have, must, have ta- must have taken a minus four. Um, and so did Jason Wheel. You got a green one. Well done, mate. I did. I went up to thirty sixth. Um, I think by the looks of it. Did, what did what did Jason Wheel do here? He took a, mi- he took a minus oh! took a minus twelve in the one who fixed. <laughs> Look at that! Oh, oh my god! Unlucky Jason! Oh Jason! Oh, oh no! He, he should have been. He, he was He's nearly ten million from the world dollar. <laughs> oh no! Oh wow! Um, did Martin not tell you to just hit your free hit button? He was texting me about that. Um, that would have cancelled out all of them, and he would have got your free hit back. Uh, so for, uh, for for someone like Cully, um, he's going to have to obviously just deal with the fact that he's going to have Ward, Trippier, Cancelo, Williams, and Patterson. He'll have Martinelli, Pereira, Kane, Jesus, and Haaland. So he's still going to have ten players. So even if it's one free transfer. Um, he's just going to probably have to suck it up and transfer out his one remaining Liverpool player and get rid of Diaz for somebody else. Um, or you potentially get yourself out, get out of that Brighton defence, get rid of Webster. Um, depends how much money he's got in the bank, to be honest. So um, you can have a look at that as, as options. Uh, the One of the things that I would say, what's he got in the bank? He's got a million in the bank. He's got enough money to make changes. If you have used your wild card and you're only going to put out Probably eight or less, then um, then you're okay to. That's uh, probably the only times I'd consider free hitting, but the free hit's going to come in handy later in the season. So yeah, try and navigate this um, without taking too much of a hit. Fixtures and captains. So before the uh, before this this crazy time has happened, we all have to think about it. Um, we do have a Friday deadline. <laughs> Just to throw another curveball in there. Um, it's at 6.30 for Villa, Southampton and Forest and Fulham. Uh, then it's Wolves, Man City, which is the Saturday early kickoff. I oh, know. Newcastle, Bournemouth, Spurs against Leicester, Brentford, Arsenal and Everton, West Ham. Anybody thinking of not captaining Haaland this week? Empty Jesus, if I've still got him. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> I'll be tempted by Jesus. You're tempted. You've been saying you've been tempted Wolves for two years. Wolves never conceded that much. <laughs> When's the last time Wolves conceded more than one goal in a game? Right. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Hughes will be captaining uh, Haaland this week. He's going to be so heavily captained. Um, look, look at. I, look, I mean, look at. Listen to Wolves' fixtures, right? 
one nil, nil nil, one all, two one, one nil, nil nil. Then there's never more goals in those games. Like, it doesn't matter who they're playing. Like, okay. just never. So oh, you're going Jesus. Oh, so okay. who who are you captaining? Are you going are you going Jesus? Oh, I'll be I'll be captain in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I might captain Jesus if I've still got him. If I've still got him, I might captain Jesus. Uh, I, I... <laughs> How many goals has Alan scored in his last uh, three games? Eight. <laughs> Something stupid. He's so are, you, are you not convinced us to go Haaland? <laughs> We're already going Haaland, Tom. You're convinced yourself to go Haaland. Wait, now. in the last four, he's scored nine goals. Uh, Anthony Gordon's a captain choice this week. Yeah, um, why don't you show some backbone after you've been spurt, you know, Well, I don't need to show backbone. I'm, I'm captain Haaland because he's the most. He's got the most points in fantasy football. <laughs> Very good thought process, Scott. I also like the look of um, Amitrovic as a differential uh, against Nottingham Forest, who have one of the worst defences in the league. Are you going to captain Mitrovic? Um, I'm considering Isak against Bournemouth, actually. Is my Absolutely not. I'm 100% going for Haaland. Um, But I just... There are a couple of captains if you wanted to. You know, to be fair to what you what you are saying there, Tom, Wolves have the best defence in the league and it's the Saturday early kickoff. Mm-hmm. Those are the two negatives against Haaland. The positive for Haaland is it's Haaland. I think keep an eye on, keep an eye on tonight, recording this on a Wednesday. Um, you never know, he might get a knock. If he gets a knock, he could very easily get rested uh, that game, couldn't he? And then, then we see where everyone, the minerals are at. Because if he's just a 20-minute at the end of the Wolves game playing, I could easily be looking at Isaac. I know it's really... An, I know it sounds... And, and I hate saying this, but I almost I almost want Haaland to just have like a little bit of a, ooh, may he play or may he not play? Like he doesn't even have to have a niggle. He might even start and play 60 minutes. But I just want there to be a doubt there. So there's actually a... Because otherwise, he's just going to be one of the most... I mean, he was the most captain player in the game the week before last in history. I think he was like six million managers captained him. Is the most managers ever to captain anyone ever, um, and it just—I I hated this last season about Salah, and it was—it was much easier for me because I was high up the league last year. So the Salah captain thing every week was actually really good for someone high up the league. So it was—it helped you secure your rank, and there wasn't massive differentials that could go against you. When you're doing rubbish, it's horrendous that you can't go differential captains. It's just it stops you clawing back every day, every time. Um, it's really frustrating. Uh, so yes, um, we're on Haaland, and I think it's probably Mitrovic versus Jesus versus Isak. But if Haaland does get a knock, then Scott's captain in Gordon, you're captain in Matt Mitrovic, and I'm captain in Jesus. Yeah. If if uh, if, 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 if he gets Isak, uh, yeah. if he gets an injury, oh yeah, I, Isak is my second one at the minute. Mm. Yeah, that's, I'm thinking I might favour him, Sean, from Mitrovic, actually. All talk. All talk. So, so my, I'm, I've told Tom in this podcast to definitely get Mitrovic over Isak, and then I'm like, but if Hannah gets a knock, I'm captaining Isak this week, get Mitrovic. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Uh, yeah, that's how, how confused we all are. So anyway, uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's podcast. And in fact, it wasn't really a podcast. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into this week's Ramble um, as we discussed through the options and hopefully it gave some people some ideas about what to do. Um, I think the majority of people who are counting this week. Um, so uh, make sure you get your drafts done by the Friday deadline at 6.30. Thanks ever so much for joining me this week. As always, Scott. No problem, mate. Tom, thanks for turning up. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh dear. Great stuff. Love you both lots. And I will uh, we'll see you for a podcast prior to uh, game week nine, uh, which is Saturday, the 1st of October. Thank you very much. Bye for now.